Welcome, everybody. This is the Jupiter Rising Show. Oh, boy. And I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer. And today, unfortunately, Doug is not with us today. But instead, our substitute co-host and our guest is Ms. Wanda Buckner. Oh, hi, Eileen. It's great to be here. It's great to have you here. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyway, so today on the show, we've got a lot of stuff planned. Um, We're going to be talking about psychic protection Absolutely. And do you need it? How do you get it? <laughs> how do you get it? <laughs> yeah, do you need how do you get and do you want it? <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, and that'll be interesting because there's a lot of stuff I want to talk about about that events that I've talked about. Being a, a Pisces, psychic protection's a little difficult to ask for because you just kind of don't really you, you just kinda blend from one thing to another. But um anyway, we're gonna t- be talking about that this as soon as we get to that and then also we're going to have our astral celebrity of the week and we've got on he was in the news this week i kind of grabbed him because i thought it was interesting and that was michael bloomberg who is thinking about running for president of the united states he is putting his paperwork in with alabama and he's getting it all set up ready to go and just in case he decides to do it he decides to do it he's just thinking about it but anyway i have a feeling he will jump in the race i really do so we're going to look at his astrological chart just a bit, see what kind of things he has in his chart that makes him somewhat presidential. And then also we're going to be talking about our usual stuff that we talk about and and all that good stuff. Yeah. So anyway, um, we're going to be taking a break right about right now. And we're going to be right back here with the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. <laughs> Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 a.m. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Talk radio for the heart and soul. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And now it's time for the Astro Celebrity of the Week. Okay. All right. Today we have on Mr. Michael um, Michael Bloomberg. And he has been he's extremely active politically. He's been governor of the state. He's been mayor of New York. Everything else that he's done. And he's also extremely rich. So I believe he has $53 billion. That's what his, his financial net worth is. Kind of makes Trump look a little bit poor, doesn't he? <laughs> I think I read that he offered Trump $10 million to resign. Did he really? What a good man. <laughs> or who knows? Maybe it was uh, some pundit saying that. But well, it makes good news. Well, he, he wants to get into the race to make sure that Trump loses the next election. That's and one of the reasons he wants to do it. And he's entering as a Republican? A Democrat. Oh, a Democrat. Mm-hmm. Stirring the pot. Yes, he is. Yep. Yep. You know, 
And the thing is, with his chart, it wouldn't matter what side he's on because he's on the human humanitarian side. He's born in Aquarius, folks. He's born on February 14th, Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Yes. <laughs> uh, 1942 at 3.40 p.m. Eastern Wartime in Brighton, Massachusetts. Okay, and the interesting thing is because he's born on Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is ruled by Venus. Venus in his chart is retrograde, which I find kind of interesting because that has to do with his ability to feel like he's likable. You know, is he liked by people? Does he like people himself? Well, I mean, it's something that this lifetime he's been turned around and he's been brought back in. I think God said, listen, you need to work on this love thing, okay? So what we're going to do is we're going to send you back with the emphasis on learning how to love yourself and, and learning how to accept love from other people. So that's pre probably pretty much what he's done. And also his chart, he has four planets in Aquarius, Sun, Moon, Mercury, and Venus. And Venus is in Aquarius, as I said, in retrograde. And Mercury is also retrograde in his chart, too. So it's unusual to see both of those at the same time being retrograde because, you know, their retrograde cycles are completely different from each other. But Venus has a very slow retrograde cycle. It goes retrograde every 500 and some days, you know. And, of course, Mercury goes every three months. So, um, you know, with that, you know, um, to me that says he... He takes his time answering, you know, with Mercury retrograde. He's careful about what he says. I don't believe he lies because half the time you look at these politicians' charts and whether or not they have the potential to actually lie, they have it in their chart to potentially spin a different truth that maybe sounds good to the people that they're talking to, you know, but that may not actually be the truth. So... I mean, whether it's intention, intentional or not, it seems to be that when somebody has a Mercury retrograde, they do take a greater thought with the thoughts they are thinking and how they deliver them. And the thing it is, it's in the seventh house. So this is about relationships. And his son and well, his son's in the eighth and his moon's in the seventh. So it's all about relating for him. And when you have that clump, that sun and moon business, either in the seventh or the eighth, it is dependent upon you to make sure you contact people and you relate to them and you gain knowledge from them when they share with you. It's always looking for that mirror. So anyway, um, so it, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of what I would call, okay, is this a presidential chart? So what does the presidential chart mean? You know, there's different signatures in every chart that I've looked at of a president. And I don't know if there's any one clear perspective thing that makes them presidential but in his chart this is interesting he's got he's got sun square uranus he's got sun in aquarius square uranus double whammy there uranus rules aquarius so he's incredibly i'd say rebellious i don't know if we've actually seen it that much but he has saturn uranus and mars up there in the 10th house so the Saturn up there sort of says, yes, I am willing to become a public leader. and I will take charge of things. But, you know, Mars could do the same thing. But I think what he really fights for are the, the rights of the individual, because that's really typical of Aquarius anyway. So and um, he also has cancer rising. That makes him really soft and juicy. <laughs> and you know i think that's actually let's take a look at the breakdown of elements in his chart you've got any other water 
Why, no. There's no water in his chart except for his ascendant. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Because if you have a lot of water, that means you're learning, learning about feelings and, and sensitivity and compassion and all those things that are associated with water. If you don't have it there, that means either in a past life you've integrated that perspective or this lifetime you're going to be working on the other three elements, you know, the fire, air, and water, or fire, air, and um, earth. You know, then that's pretty much where you're going to work. And that's probably pretty much what he's done with his, his financial life and all that kind of stuff. But he does have the approach, the, the cancer rising, which is being very gentle and very sweet with people that are, say, older, and also women, and also families. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that will actually make, that will be a, a, a really good thing for him because he'll use his sensitivity to do that. So, um, you know, it's interesting because these other three, the Saturn, Uranus, and um, Mars are in Taurus. So this has to do with the financial systems in the world and also about his financial well-being, which is extremely well, you know. And so um, I actually think that, you know, given everything here, that he would probably make a pretty decent type of president because... He does have any, and I always look for this too. I'm looking for Mercury aspecting Neptune in the chart. That's going to tell me whether or not they're going to be telling the truth. Okay. And he does have Neptune in the third house, which is Mercury's house. So there's a kind of a, a like an indirect sort of connection to that potential. But he does not have, oh wait, he's got, um, it looks like he's got a sesqu, oh, he's got a sesqu square. Okay, that's not so bad though. That's a square and a half. It's kind of an aspect that just keeps happening over and over and over and over again. But it isn't something that's a huge deal. But I don't think he's going to have that issue. And also Mercury in Aquarius and also Moon in Aquarius and Venus in Aquarius and Sun in Aquarius. That's a lot of Aquarius. That's four out of ten planets. One third of his planets are involved with humanitarian causes. So, you know... um, It'd be interesting to see how he does through all this. I think he would be a little bit like Obama because Obama was Leo with Aquarius rising. So there was that business about making sure everybody got their needs met, not just not just the few, but the many, you know, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. So that would be how he would approach that. And um, and he's also very strong willed. And I think he said something about, did you just tell me about the $10 million to not re- <laughs> to resign? God, he's smart. Oh, <laughs> you know, I, so when you look at that chart, are uh, you saying that he's a high risk taker? And oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, he would do that. And, you know, the fact that he's coming in at this late a date, you know, just a year, not quite a year before the actual elections tells me that he's, he's basically saying, I don't see it being handled with the existing con- um, candidates. You know, they're not handling it that well. And I'm going to come in and see what I can do. Well, he's putting up a trial balloon. Yeah. We'll see if it gets shot down. Right. It, it's really, I think, it's the issue of the planet Uranus, which seems to be taking precedence right now. A lot of things are happening out of the blue, just weird stuff, you know, like this whole, you know, Oh, it's almost time for a break. Anyway, it's um, it's unexpected, and particularly, I wouldn't be surprised if another couple of people enter into the race. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because this is really, this is like everything's thrown up in the air and all the bets are off. So why not do it their way and do it whatever you want to do it? So um, and it took him forever to get Biden in the race. But, you know, here's Bloomberg just kind of jumping in. He's going to ride the horse in the direction it's going to go. So it'll be interesting to watch how he does this and see if he actually does run. He's actually, evidently, he's putting in the paperwork. He's filing the paperwork to become a candidate. Whether he actually becomes a candidate, it, it remains to be seen. But he's getting the paperwork done. And it gives him a speaking platform. Yes, he does. He'll be able to speak in some of the, not the most immediate debates, but later on, you know, when they get, become very important. So, yeah, well, you just never know. Every week it's different around here, you know. So, anyway, just watching the news. I'm so addicted to the news. I can't stand it. I got to get out of it. It's just the same old stuff all the time. But, you know, little breaths of fresh air happen every now and then. And that was like Michael Bloomberg. That was a real breath of fresh air to me. So, anyway. Okay. So, when we get back here, we're going to be talking to Ms. Wanda Buckner. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Angela Prope. She's an aromatherapist. At this point, you've probably heard me talk about essential oils ad nauseum. Are you confused? Are you overwhelmed? Not sure where to start? There's so much information, and our aromatherapy expert, Angela Probst, with Young Living Essential Oils can help you navigate and meet your health and wellness goals. And CBD is everywhere out there these days. So if you're looking for a CBD choice, that is transparent about, about its source, how it is processed, and what it will do for you. Or you want more information, want to talk to Angela, give her a call today at 253-278-1599 or visit her website at www.myyl.com slash Angela. And now, here's a live read for Guess Who? That Wanda be- Buckner. <laughs> <Yoo>. <laughs> Learn to use Reiki to support your beloved animals physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Reiki is effective with all species, both in person and at a distance. This class will expand your ability to support your animals and increase your bond with them. Your dog-neutral patient, canine companion, is welcome to join us and participate in the class. From a student, Wanda moves things along so well to cover so much. She was always concerned about student comfort and answering all concerns. The prerequisite is Reiki 1 and 2. The class is $110, which takes place on September. Nope, not September. Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) Saturday. Whoops. November 16th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. in Olympia, Washington. So if you want to take the class, you can register, call, or text at Wanda at 360-491 or see her website at www.wandabuckner.com. 
This is Martha Norwalk, every Sunday morning beginning at 9 a.m. Thanks in part to animal communicator, medium, and Reiki master Darcy Pariso, we cover the world of animals. This week, November 10th, it's Best and Neuroenergetic Balancing Sunday with Dr. Nels Rasmussen and Sister Linda Rasmussen in the studio. Together, they can help you or your animal friends with emotional, behavioral, or physical problems. So plan to call in for your free remote treatment. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And I left out one major point. We are accepting calls today on the show. So here are the numbers, 425-373-5527 or statewide Washington is 888-298-5569. And you can call in and ask us questions about psychic protection. And that's what we're going to talk about right now. It's Wanda Buckner time. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Eileen. You're welcome. So when we talk about, I mean, psychic protection, uh, where do I start? There's so many stories that I have. I'm not going to tell them all right now, though. But um, I do have one story. I had a woman come to me for a reading once, and she was so bloody dark. You know, the moment she walked in, she sat down and she wanted to know all these really mundane questions like, when am I going to meet the man? When am I going to have a fortune? When I said, well, I mean, look at your chart. I don't know. And she was a Scorpio. So, well, pardon me, Scorpios. But, you know, it was just kind of, she was really dark. Anyway, um, my cat, Peanut, she had the presence of mind to jump on the dining room table and sit right in front of her. And I said, oh, Peen, what are you doing here? And she goes, I can't deal with cats. I'm sorry, you have to get rid of the cats, either me or the cat. And I said, I think then you have to go. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so she left. It was really interesting. But the cat knew that I needed protection. Well, that's an interesting concept. Yes, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. She was very protective of me, you know, extremely protective. Uh, as I say, remember one other time, when I was feeling sick to my stomach, she jumped out on my stomach and mm-hmm. sat there for a few minutes, then jumped off and went through up on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Taking it all from you there. That's huh? right. And I told her afterwards, you know, you don't really have to do that. But she did. That was just the way she was. She was right. Very, yeah. We do want our animals to know that we can handle whatever we have and that their yeah. job is to maintain their True expression and high vibration of yeah. unconditional love. Yeah. Because we, none of us want to make our animals sick, right? No, <laughs> no, no, we don't. But So it's an interesting question about um, do we need psychic protection and who do we need it from? And mm-hmm. Who do we choose to have in our presence? Which right. is really what you were talking about. Yes. And so... Most of us are not subject to psychic attacks, you Mm-mm. know, like someone purposely uh, taking a little voodoo doll and wanting to punch <laughs> the pins I think that's it. what that woman did, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, it was just bizarre because um, when I sat there and I was talking to her, I just thought, I do not want to do this reading. I just ah. knew it. I just knew it. I wanted to get her the heck out of there and had... Only my cat knew. I mean, I'd never had a cat, had a, my cat ever do that before with a client. Just jumped right on the dining room table and just settled right down and kind of went to sleep. So there are two concepts here. The first is you were aware immediately 
that you did not feel comfortable with this no, person. No, uh-uh. And this doesn't matter if you're doing a psychic reading or if you're at a party or yeah. you're in a bar or uh, wherever you might be if you don't feel comfortable with a person. Yeah. And one of the things we need to do is always claim our power. Yeah. And so something you could have said in hindsight was, you know, I don't think that I am the right match as a reader for you. Women, we are always trying to be gracious instead yes, of saying, right. Yes, <laughs> get the heck out of here type right. of thing. Because I did say that to her. I says, I don't really think I'm the right match for after that all happened. Yes. You know, and uh, but my cat knew it before I did. Yes, and this is one thing is that we want to remember that we do have power, mm-hmm. and we can claim that power. Yes. And just like nobody can be in our home or our office unless we choose them to be there, mm-hmm. the same is true about our aura, mm-hmm. the energetic field that is within us and around us. Mm-hmm. We have complete control over that aura. God himself cannot come into that aura without your permission. Mm-mm. And so this energetic field that you have around is is your field. Mm-hmm. So even if that person is there, you can keep them out of your energetic field. Mm-hmm. And you do that one way is just by saying, out, out, out. You cannot be mm-hmm. in here. You set up a barrier. Like sometimes um, I will be working with a client uh, who may be in a relationship with a controlling male friend. Mm-hmm. And and so the client comes to me, but I can feel that man's presence in that room. Yeah. And it's the same thing. It's out. Yes. You cannot be in here. This is her session, not mm-hmm. yours. Yeah. Out. Right. Now, there are times when I am not I don't feel that I am powerful enough to move that energy out myself. Mm -hmm. And then I ask for help. Sure. That makes total sense. Yeah. And I go to Archangel Michael. He has a sword. And I'm like, yeah, he don't mess with him. (laughs) Right. Escort escort this energy out. It cannot be here. No. Now I can clear that energy of that uh, person from the client's field. Mm -hmm. But we all have free will. Yeah. And she always has the opportunity to invite that person back into her life or into her energetic field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's talk about your cat's role a little here. Okay. Oh, one thing I just want to mention before yeah. we go on. With that woman that came over and was she summarily ousted by my kitty. <laughs> it sounds weird, but um, I ran into her some other place in Seattle somewhere. She was in a bank that I was in in Lake City, and I was in West Seattle at the time. And I saw this woman, she looked familiar, and I, looked, I said, oh, my God, it's that, that woman. And I th- thought, she's standing right in front of me, and she's going to turn around, she's going to see me. And I said, no, she's not. I put a shield around me. Mm-hmm. You know, it was made of titanium, clear titanium. That's <laughs> at least how I pictured it anyway. And I slammed down the brakes or slammed it in place and locked it. And I watched her. She turned around. She looked right at me and just kept going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I said, thank you very much. That was really awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a really good psychic protection. Yeah. She didn't even give me her energy at all. You know, she didn't even recognize me. Or she may have just walked by me and didn't even see me. So it was good. Right. Yes. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. I interrupted with that. I had to finish that story. That's all right. Because, and I always go into this two things. So one... Your cat came and sat between you. Yes. We would always trust our dogs mm-hmm. to know whether or not the the person was likable or not. Yeah. 
And sometimes we don't recognize that even our cats can make a distinction. Mm -hmm. We have to be careful about not interpreting too much Mm -hmm. from their behavior because there's some cats who truly don't want to be with anybody else. <laughs> and so just because they're hiding doesn't mean that mm. the person is awful. True. And sometimes cats have their own wry sense of humor. Yeah. And if a person does not like cats, they will go over <laughs> and rub against their leg I, and that say was hello. part of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. And so the other concept here, the second one you brought up is we can put up shields of protection around mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so, for instance, if I am driving in extremely heavy traffic and it's pouring rain like it so often does here in this area. Like it was today. Right. Then I will put up a bubble around my car mm-hmm. or I'll put a rose in front of it. A, a buffer of protection around it. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it helps tremendously if you believe in this. If you don't yes, believe that that rose in front of your car is going to help you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it works. I mean, it just kind of kind of greases your car. It slides you right in between the traffic. Yes. Yes. And, so, and for my dogs, when they go out at night, I mean, we live uh, in the country, mm-hmm. and even in urban areas, there are coyotes. There are dangers to small dogs. Mm-hmm. And I will put a bubble of protection around them. But I will tell them, I cannot keep you protected. Mm -hmm. And you need to come home. You need to come inside now. Right now. Yes, because that bubble does not um, move them away from the natural things that can happen outside. Okay. So uh, if I put a bubble around me, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to be hurt if I jump off of two-story building. No. Let's, let's be reasonable about this. Okay. Psychic protection is about energy attacks that are to us. And I okay. s- see we have a phone call. Yes, we do have a phone call, but we are going to have to wait till after the break. So we're going to leave Matt there for a minute. Matt, just hang on. I know it's you. Anyway, uh, we're going to take a break right now. And when we come back, we're going to take Matt's phone call. Okay, this is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Mr. Matt Shea. And Matt Shea is a storyteller. His stories and subjects have to do with those who are considered to be a little different. You know the ones, the ones that are usually outcast or misplaced as a result of being overlooked and misunderstood. Their moment arrives when they are called upon to reveal their real character through some selfless act, thus ending up being acknowledged, then contributing to society. When it's all is said is done, excuse me, when it all is, it is all unsaid and done, I have to do that differently. Anyway, he wants his reader to be uplifted by the deeper message. He will write stories for the rest of his life with the hopes that he can create happiness, bring encouragement, and ultimately inspire others. Another book of Matt's is The King of Coleman's Hill, and it is available on Amazon.com. So go to mattsheabooks.com to find free stuff to read and download. Great way to sample Matt and his writing. For more information on Matt and his books, contact Matt Shea at mattsheabooks.com or email him at workinmat 7 at aol.com. And now, this is a live read for Susan Bergstrom. She is 
the uh, Medicare exchange person. Medicare coverage is a very important and confusing issue as we near retirement, largely because Medicare doesn't cover 100% of your medical costs, only about 80%. That means we'll need affordable supplemental coverage to take care of that 20%. Susan Bergstrom can help get that best coverage for you. With her, the process is really easy, and in the end, she will save you money. Open enrollment is now happening, folks. That's right. Between October 15th and December 7th, it does end, which means you can make changes to various aspects of your coverage. To schedule an appointment or RSVP to one of our workshops, call Susan at 253-318-9379 or email her at sbergstrom at americanseniorbenefits.com. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed back Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. to talk about the art of love and the Toltec messages of freedom and personal power. On Saturday, the dream doctor herself, Kelly Sullivan Walden, returns to explore the role of mysticism in dreams. Bringing you fascinating talk since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Multicultural, multidimensional even. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And let's take this phone call from Matt. Hi, Matt. Hi. Hey, I appreciate how nice you do my ad. You just put that Eileen touch. Oh, well, anytime. (laughs) I really like it when we get Wanda on. That's a lot of fun with Wanda. Yes, it is. So what's your question if you have one? Well, you really hit a topic with me. My dad is 97. He's Mm -hmm. still coming along. I see him when I can. Many years ago, he went to the East Coast to visit his mother or grandmother. And when he came back, he gathered us around. When he was walking in New York City and he stopped at a traffic light, a pedestrian, a dog rubbed up against him and he turned. It was a blind man. Mm. And the blind man said, you must be a really nice man. My dog has been on your scent for blocks and dragging me, and I knew we were going to meet. Yeah. And the blind man fumbled in his pocket, and he brought out a newspaper article that the New York Times did on a slow news day about him being a independent person who's lost his sight and just how his dog is to always be trusted. And wow. the man said, you must be a very nice man. My dog picked up on you and wanted us to meet. And so this really hits the topic on what you and Wanda are talking about today, and it it just hits home. I love pets. You can trust them. They're never wrong. That's true. They never are wrong. And it's an important part here, Matt, that if your uh, grandfather or your dad had had protection around him because he's in New York, he's in a dangerous place, and he puts a shield around him, perhaps the dog would not have approached him. So we be. have to realize that when we put up protection, we are we are cutting out part of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's an interesting thing to think about that if we use protection and, and um, ward ourselves off from the world, it's true that we may not have some negative experiences, but we may miss those positive experiences too. Right. It seems to me that, I mean, since to me... Dogs and puppies and kittens and butterflies all seem to have an extra perception or um, ESP sort of intuition with people. And it, and like they're always there at the right time at the right place, you know, when you need them. 
like, for instance, this dog was right on this guy's heels and said, you know, my dog really likes you. And, you know, he could have been shielding himself, but it got through to this dog anyway. You know what I'm saying? So what we want to do is we need to develop our sixth sense. Mm -hmm. We need to not rely on other animals or other people to tell us Mm -hmm. what uh, is good for us and not good for us. Mm -hmm. We need to claim our personal power Mm -hmm. that I am safe in this environment. I am I can be approached by German shepherds who may coincidentally be seeing eye dogs. Yeah. That I am okay. Mm-hmm. So more powerful than protection is love mm-hmm. and emanating light and goodwill and uh, peace in this world and calm. Mm-hmm. So we have to realize that when we put up protection, it's fear based. Mm-hmm. Protection does not solve the problem right. any more than uh, taking a tranquilizer solves your anxiety. Right. It treats the symptom. Right. And so whenever we feel we need to be protected from something, we need to also ask ourselves, what is it in ourselves that is afraid and what danger do we see that might be there that we can work on our own confidence and our own well-being so that we can meet that danger ourselves. Right. That makes sense. Don't you think so, Matt? (laughs) I like how she worded that. I can only agree with that. Um, I am one who will always have his guard up. The jobs I've worked and who my neighbors are, I have a safe passing, but I have that guard up. I'm afraid of that I open the door too much, and now I have an invasion of privacy. Well, on the other hand, these people are gifts of life, and I have to be more wise about things. I have to be more fair to myself. Okay, yeah. Well, it is a, is a question about, is everyone we meet in life our teacher? Mm-hmm. And That's I would point. say that they are, and that the people that um, bother us, they're hooking into some part of ourselves that we perhaps don't like about ourselves, and it gives us a chance to work on that part. Um, so with my my dogs, I, we had a next-door neighbor, and with dogs, this is a long time ago, mm-hmm. and the I extremely disapproved of how he allowed his dogs to hunt a defenseless animals, mm-hmm. and I was just appalled by it. And so, like possums and raccoons and so on. I mean, a possum has no defense, really. And so I put up this wall of fire. (laughs) (laughs) You think that was overkill a little bit? (laughs) This is not a literal fire. (laughs) I didn't think so. (laughs) And so to border that property to warn all Mm -hmm. little animals. Do um, not trend here. Right. Mice, rabbits, possums, raccoons. Everything. Out of here. Yes. (laughs) And so... It's true, I could put up that wall of fire, but that takes my energy to yes. maintain it and have it there. Yeah. And a teacher I was working with at the time said to me, why are you interfering with another being's reality? Mm-hmm. It was part of their reality as wild animals that they would cross into this area or not. They have their own networks of warning and knowing. But it, it let me know that I needed to work on myself and not be trying to protect others, whether they're human or animal. Right. That's a point. That's a good point. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, Matt, thank you very much for your call. It's always I, good to hear from I you. I had to call. When I hear you on the radio, i got to be by that phone. Yeah, and <laughs> by the way, I'm going to mention that Matt is going to be on the show on December 2nd. So just hang in there and wait for him to be on the air and hear him talk about all the wonderful things that he talks about. You girls are putting on a magnificent show. It's thank you. fun. I'm going to hang up and turn the volume up. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Thanks thank for you. calling. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. So it's always nice to hear from Matt. He's cool. Anyway, so um, what were we talking about? Oh, everything. I'm trying to think of other particular cases where um, psychically I had to. Uh, well, let me just move us oh, into okay. uh, areas where uh, that are more common okay. for people to have the experience of a psychic attack. Mm-hmm. And that is when we have a high conflict with someone. Mm-hmm. So perhaps there is uh, someone at work, possibly mm-hmm. your boss even, mm-hmm. who is extremely critical of you. And and you feel that what he is saying is unfair, that mm-hmm. you are being singled out. And so there is an energetic cord between the two of you. He is sending all this negative energy toward you, mm-hmm. and you in turn are sending it back. Right. And so when you go home from work, you still hear his voice. And in yes. your head, you are figuring out what you should have said and could said and how unfair it was. Yes. And even though you're trying to put it out of your mind, it keeps coming back. Mm-hmm. That is a psychic attack. Yes, it is. And yeah. you have power over that yeah you own your your aura and you yeah. can say out 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 mm-hmm. and move that out of your aura because yeah. whenever you are thinking about it and respond to yeah. it it's You're, like the two of you are in a tug of war yeah and you're still connected you know you go back exactly. to that connection and bam it's there again right yeah. so you put that shield up you say out mm-hmm. and you let it go but many people don't let it go no, they and, don't. And then you are attacking the other. Yes, which doesn't really amount to much of anything. You're at psychic war. Yeah. And so you drop your end of the rope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By dropping your end of the rope and not letting that energy into your space, mm-hmm. then you, you can work on whatever you need to from a position that is not uh, grounded in emotion, anger, mm-hmm. uh resentment mm-hmm. by dropping the end of the rope and coming from a neutral perspective, you can look at, is there a grain of truth in what that person said? Is mm-hmm. this person your teacher? Yeah, right. What have you got to learn? What about that whatever he delivered to me was in my mirror that I needed to see? Exactly. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you are, quote, wrong. It means mm-hmm. there's something to learn here mm-hmm. and you have some decisions to make for your life. That's right. Are you going to burn up your energy in anger at him or mm-hmm. or in allowing yourself to grow from mm-hmm. this experience? You're right. Exactly. Exactly right. Yeah. Because, you know, uh, all through my astrological uh, teachings and, and learnings, one of the, th- I think, the things that I heard from maybe one of my teachers was, everything in your life is a mirror. Everything is. And whether you like it or not, that's what you have. It's staring you right in the face and saying something right back at you, you know. And um, it it may not be 
maybe they deliver certain things that simply are not head does have nothing to do with you and you just sense that but there are other things that they may say that you know this hits a chord and that's the thing you look for is like if something hits you inside you know and if you know if this woman is is being brown you know being hit by her 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 boss and it's plugging her in it's it's activating a chord that means it's something that needs to be worked on you know because if the if the button gets pushed then okay, what do I need to learn about this? If it's not being pushed, then it's not your issue. So what happens when people come to me and they want psychic protection, sometimes it looks to me like what they really need is protection from their own thoughts. Mm-hmm. Because we are beating ourselves up with mm-hmm. our own thoughts. Yeah, It is our thoughts about that situation that are attacking us. Yeah, In our lives, spirit is senior. Mm-hmm. Our mind is subservient to spirit Mm -hmm. and you can control your mind as spirit you can say stop you can make a difference you can take control Mm -hmm. take your power this takes practice and time but believe me it's worth it because you don't want to have other people in charge of your emotions Mm -mm. like if you're mad at me do I feel sad well why am I giving you that power over my emotions we need to separate ourselves mm-hmm. from the other and yeah. our emotions so that we have our own bubble of our energetic yes. field that we own and we are responsible for. That's right. Yeah. And can you imagine how many arguments and codependent relationships and all that stuff that would be saved by just doing that much? <laughs> you know, think about it. You know, right. somebody realizes that they do have a thought in their head. It's their thought. Nobody else's. And they have a space. It's their space. It's nobody else's. Mm-hmm. And if um, somebody encroaches on that space and steps over whatever hypothetical lines that those people set up, then it is really up to them to say, I'm sorry, but, you know, you're not allowed any further than that. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't get to do that with me. People have the right to have their thoughts. Mm-hmm. And we have the right to have ours. Yes. We don't need to change what somebody else feels. Yeah. The political season is a great example of this. (laughs) It's okay for the other person to believe what they believe. It's okay for me to believe what I believe. Mm -hmm. Am I going to change that other person's mind? Probably not, especially Mm -mm. not by yelling. (laughs) (laughs) Or calling them names. Oh, so true. Or saying that they're wrong. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) There are other ways. And so we each get our own emotions, our own thoughts, and Mm -hmm. a lot of times... It's a mind-your-own-business kind of thing. Yeah, it really, it really kind of is. Right. It's you not know. up to me to interfere in your relationships no. with your family. Yeah. It's up to me to take care of myself. Yeah. I, I remember this happened years and years ago that I w- was asked by somebody. Uh, I was in an, an, an est thing. I did est years ago. I was in a seminar, and I was invited by a couple of the members to come with them to visit this person who would likely give me all the enlightenment I needed. Uh Uh-huh, sure. And, you know, for me, if you see my chart, you'd see why I would just go, I don't think so. But I was curious. Mm -hmm. So I went. (laughs) And this guy was sitting there. He looked like he was a mafioso. He really did. He was sitting in his chair, and he had, you know, he looked like mafia. 
He says, and I was, he was telling me about his programs and these other people sitting around him, practically fanning, you know, panting, watching him speak and thinking he was God personified. He said, are you willing, would you be willing to give up all of your stuff like astrology and metaphysics to work with me? And I went, gosh, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) He was very surprised. Oh, I said, no. I said, you know, I had just been starting to study astrology at that point. I knew that I had found something that was really important to me. And I said, anybody who would ask me that question deserves a kick in the butt. But I didn't have to. I just said, no, nah, I don't think so. Not today. And right. no other days either. So, yeah, that was a real powerful boundary that, that snapped into place. Anybody who asked me to give up, you know, basically what I am, who I am, you know, that's part of me. Is, you know, that's, a, oh, that's another thing that will help us. Okay. Get in touch with what you value the most in yourself. The stuff that you would never give up for another soul or another human being. Something that means only what it means to you. And it has a very high priority of, of the manifestation that it has in your life. Like for me, it's astrology. For somebody else, it would be something else. But if you have those, that list of things, those values that you have, and anybody who comes along and threatens them, it is so easy to say no, because mm-hmm. it, it means that my values are way well worth more than your particular position you're taking with me. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's important, you know, because then we have a whole stack of stuff that we, we love and what we do. And like for me, if anybody said to me, Boston Terriers are stupid, I'd say, get out. <laughs> well, you know, you know, me in Boston's, you know, but it... It's, it's something that I, because I had the experience with those dogs and I loved them so much and they love me. I mean, I can't even imagine a love more wonderful than that. I really can't, you know. So, you know, that's something I learned to really value. And, um, and what things you value, why do you value them as and well? And so if I am a kind and loving person, this is how I see myself, why am I sending this anger towards this other person? Right. Does that fit with who I am? Yes. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. And on that note, we're going to take another break. And when we get back, we're going to finish up with Ms. Wanda Buckner. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Mr. Tony White. And there's no greater gift we can give ourselves or others than understanding, self-understanding, If we know ourselves better, then we can definitely make better life decisions for ourselves. So how great is it to know that as we enter the coming holiday season, the perfect gift is out there waiting for us. Professional astrologer and award-winning animator Tony White is now offering a unique personalized astrological star you video that is totally about the special astrological you. Based on a time, date, and place of your birth, no two videos can ever be the same. That way, it is really entirely up about you, how or else that special person that you're buying it for. And for the parents who want to know their children a little better, that is, from the inside out, how about one of Tony's beautifully illustrated Star Child Report packages? Nowhere else are these unique and personal gifts available. So now's the time to purchase yours, especially if they're available for an attractive introductory price. 
Take Check out Tony's StarTunes website today at www.startunes.com. That's www.startunes.com. StarTunes, know yourself, know your life, and know your world. Need help getting started with self-help? You came to the right place. Alternative Talk, 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And we're back. And um, we just have a few minutes here. We're kind of running a little late. But um, what final thing do you want to say today? I mean, this is all such important stuff. There's, you can't even underestimate any of it. Well, one thing we need to know is how do we clear our own energy field and aura? Oh, good point. One of my favorite things is I imagine this golden mesh, very, very fine, and the corners of it held by angels. And I take that mesh from far above me and I just pull it through Mm -hmm. my aura and from the top of my head down below my feet. Mm -hmm. It's like a fisherman's net, except it's much finer. Oh, yeah. And that gathers up all of the energy that doesn't belong to me. That may be even energy from my parents from years ago Mm -hmm. or from spouses years ago. Anything that is in my field that does not serve me. And I may have to run that net through multiple times before Mm -hmm. I feel that that energetic area is clear. Right. And I just shake the net out. Yeah, that makes sense. And it goes, that energy goes. Shaking all the crabs out of it. Right. Go back into the earth and the earth recycles that energy just like trees recycle carbon dioxide. And you can do that with your room too. Oh, yeah. It's very useful. Yeah. You know, it's funny because lately, uh, and I I have to, this is really totally off topic, but I got to say this. I've been kind of feeling kind of stuck for the last several days and I couldn't figure out why my apartment feels okay okay you know and one of the things that I have to have is I have to have everything in my apartment perfect as far as you know the energy of it and it's balanced and all that kind of thing so when my student showed up on Monday night she brought me a table she brought me a table to put in my living room that I could use as a desk and it's much bigger than what I had and it's taller so I can use my computer on it at a better height and when I put that there and she left, the room changed energy just by that one entry. And it felt wonderful. I could not believe it. Just that one thing changed the energy of the whole house, that mm-hmm. new table. Yeah. You know, and I had no idea that's what I needed. But thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much, student. And God for bringing that to me. It was, it's a beautiful table, too. So, yeah. And so here we are. So sort of as a summary... There are times when we need protection. Yep. There are times when there is someone in our uh, circle of friends uh, or non-friends who is truly that expression stabbing you in the back. Mm-hmm. That It's energetically literal. Mm-hmm. And you do need protection from that. Mm-hmm. But we don't need protection all the time. Mm-mm. What we want to do is walk in light and love. Mm-hmm. And there is no power stronger than that in the universe. Mm -mm. is to come from a position of love. And we can do that by meditation, by praying, by clearing our aura, by always checking ourselves Mm. instead of checking other people. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Wanda. Now, Wanda, how do we get a hold of you? You can reach me at 360-491-3187, or you can also email me at wandasoffice.com 
at gmail.com. Okay, great. Thank you very much. Okay, now um, we're going to do the, the announcements here. We have After Dark Readings at Burr's on Wednesday nights, uh, 6151 Stillicum Boulevard in Lakewood, Washington, from 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. every Wednesday evening, $20 for 10 minutes and $40 for 20 minutes. And um, we're just, you know, we do the readings, and basically I've gone there last couple times and I've been able to get work on my book. Hey, what the heck? But even if nobody shows up, it's kind of a fun place to be. So anyway, we're going to be doing that this week. And also tonight, I just realized tonight that I'm doing an event called a gathering it's a metaphysical evolution that's what it's called it's at elmer's restaurant in tacoma at 7427 south hosmer street and i'm going to be talking about life purpose and the pathway of the soul and the way we see that astrologically through what we call the the lunar na- node axis in the chart and where i'm going to talk about how we can see that and and what is behind that, what's going to support us in activating and moving the soul forward, or what's going to kind of hold us back. So uh, I'm going to be talking about that tonight. So that's at 6 p.m. tonight, and um, it's $5 admission to get in, and you can get you a free reading too. Okay. And then I do a horoscope column every week. This is for you, Wanda. (laughs) (laughs) Because I love her column. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, It's a horoscope column I do every week for the KKNW website, 1150kknw.com. It's on right on the front page, and it's updated every Monday at around noon. So it might even be before that, too. But anyway, it's every week, and um, it's been a really interesting time to write this. I've been doing it for now for two years, and it's really awesome. I, I love writing it because... Things like I kind of go into another world when I write it. But so anyway, um, that's going to be that. And then, okay. And the way you can get a hold of me is EileenGrimes.com or JupiterRisingShow.com or JupiterRisingShow at AOL.com is the email. And Wanda Buckner already said that um, it's WandaBuckner.com is her is her website. Okay. And Doug is not here this week, but he will be back next week. And speaking of next week. Next week, we have Jackie Slevin on. She's going to be doing a, um, a, a bit of a talk about the workshop she's going to do. It's called uh, Born on the Station. And that is basically if you've been born with a stationary planet in your chart. I know I'm harping this, but it is about my book. But um, she is actually um, a fabulous astrologer. Her and another man named Ray Grassy, who has been on our shows a couple of times, they're both very much leaders in the stationary planet theory that it makes more of a difference in your life than you actually know and if you can identify what it is that is stationary if you have one in your chart it can really help you harness the energy and use it for good okay so that's going to be next week and then the following week we'll have on tony white the animator he's going to be on he's very funny to have and then also we won't be on on november 30th we'll be preempted by a basketball game the university of washington women's basketball and then of course on the 2nd of december i already mentioned that we'll have matt shea back on the show it's going to be a very cool time so anyway it's it's been a good show wanda thank you so much for being here oh thank you for having me it's uh it gets better every time it seems like well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it does. Anyway, so, um, yes, and I have one minute left, so I'm going to have to figure out how, what to talk here. Um, so, anyway, I just want to mention that um, that I love everybody out there who loves our show. Um, and we've been on the show for four years now, 
And um, it's really, it's developing and it feels like I'm getting used to being a stro- um, uh, an astrologer plus a, radio, a radio talk show host. It's an interesting thing and it seems to just get easier and it's just much more fulfilling than I ever thought it would be. So I want to thank the audience for listening, whoever you are out there. Thank you, Matt, for calling today. And I just want to say thank you very much again. And we're going to see you all next week right here on the Jupiter Rising Show with Jackie Slevin. Have a good day.